Move Your Bus by Ron Clark. One sentence summary. Move Your Bus sheds some light on the different groups of members in an organization, be it a school or a company, and how leaders can inspire those different groups as well as how individuals can move up and become more valuable to the organization they serve. My favorite quote from the author is, Treating everyone fairly isn't treating everyone equally. Ron Clark What if I told you that next Monday you'd have to teach a class? But not just any class, a fourth grade class in one of the toughest schools in Harlem, New York City. A class that's known for causing trouble, going through six teachers in three months and refusing to work with you. How would you do it? How would you approach this problem? If your gut reaction is, how the hell am I supposed to know? Then you know how Ron Clark felt in the late 90s before taking on this exact challenge. For lack of a better idea, he just tried everything. Being strict, being nice, being open, being honest, and eventually it worked. He got through to the kids. So much in fact that their grades drastically increased and they ended up scoring higher than the school's honor class in the state exam. Since 2007, he's been inspiring and helping teachers and educators to make those kinds of changes in their own classrooms, running the non-profit Ron Clark Academy Middle School in Atlanta, Georgia. This is his fourth book, and it's about recognizing the different groups of people in organizations and dealing with them accordingly. Here are my three favorite lessons. 1. Have high expectations of people and make it possible for them to deliver. 2. Accept that different people perform on different levels. 3. Let go of your sense of entitlement forever. Ready to do what it takes to move the bus? Let's learn how organizations move forward. Move your bus lesson 1. High expectations are good as long as it's possible for people to deliver on them. This answers the question, what is the default aspiration, the default mode of setting goals for people in your organization that works best? First of all, what's this bus thing even about? Moving your bus is a metaphor Ron came up with in order to teach organizations how they can make progress and what working together looks like. Have you ever watched The Flintstones? It's one of the most popular cartoon shows of all time, superseded only by The Simpsons. Because it's set in the Stone Age, all cars and buses on the show work through footwork. Only if all passengers run, the bus, the bus moves forward. Organizations work the same way. Everyone has a role to play, some bigger, some smaller, but only when all team members work together and give their best can you really move forward. Even in elementary school classrooms, Ron has always believed in high expectations being a big part of that. Set the bar too low and people won't even bother trying. But when you set it high, you also have to clearly communicate what you expect from people and hold them accountable to it so that they have a chance to deliver. In a company, that means managers should request specific outputs and encourage people to work in small doses. For example, a written two-page report about last month's sales performance within two days is a challenging but clearly defined goal. Move your bus lesson two. Always remember that everyone performs at a different level and work with people on an individual basis. This answers the question, how can you address individual people's levels of performance? Having high expectations is good, but remember, what high expectations are is different for everyone. That two-page report might be an appropriate challenge for a junior sales manager, too easy for the head of sales and almost impossible to write for a call center agent. Sticking with the bus metaphor, Ron defines five different groups in organizations. 
One, the drivers, who steer the bus and pushes everyone forward. These are usually the managers. Two, the runners, who are the top performers, work hard and always have great creative input on how to move on. Three, the joggers, who are diligent and consistent workers, but only switch into high gear occasionally. Four, the walkers, who are still steady, but rather slow, don't like change too much and sometimes slow the bus down. And five, the riders, who only run when someone's watching them and otherwise use their intelligence to hide behind the crowd. As you can see, the span of motivation levels, work ethic and performance level within these five groups is huge. So naturally, you'll have to deal differently with all these groups. Some of which might move up, others might move down and some will eventually have to get off the bus altogether to get their butts into gear. I'm looking at you, riders. Move your bus lesson three. Learn patience and don't feel entitled to anything and you'll thrive in meritocracy. This answers the question, what is the best mental attitude to get yourself and organization aligned towards success in a capitalistic system? You might be a runner or you might be a walker and want to become one, but maybe you're a driver already. I don't know which group you're in. But one lesson I've learned from this, which is valuable to remember, no matter which group you're a part of, is this. Let go of your sense of entitlement. Forever. Because most of us are used to being in a consumerist environment, we often feel like we should get the promotion, the full bonus, the credit, the award, when we really know deep down that someone else worked harder for it. But that's not how meritocracy works. If you really want to thrive in a capitalist system, no matter whether you like the system itself or not, letting go of your entitlement mentality is the only right choice. Nobody owes you their attention, their money, let alone their recognition, and you sure don't deserve an award just for showing up to work on time. While you're working towards your high expectations, let the current runners get their rewards, applaud them, and work on actually becoming more deserving of what you want. Only zero expectations and infinite patience lead to immediate results. My personal takeaways from Move Your Bus for 2017. Alrighty, I really like this metaphor. Um, maybe because I really liked the Flintstones as a kid, I'll admit that. <laughs> but um, this analogy, like everyone has to pull on the same string, everyone has to move their feet to move the bus. So we all have to work together, right? And that's true in any organization, club, or even group you're a part of. It might just be a group assignment. Uh, for example, at school, we sometimes have group assignments. Um, then that's really, like, to get everyone on the same page sometimes means not getting everyone on the same page because people are different, right? Um, so let's recap the two parts again. So have high expectations which means different expectations for everyone, but clearly communicated ones, and then hold people accountable to it. The accountable part is crucial. Like if you have a deadline one week from now, be sure to set up a reminder two days before, another one day before, and then on the deadline, you can call in whatever work it's supposed to be delivered, right? So nobody can be like, oh, you didn't tell me this, you didn't remind me, blah, blah, blah. Like people make excuses if you give them the chance to. Um, about the different uh, about the different groups uh, first of all I think it's helpful to know which group you think you are in right now 
Second of all, it's helpful to think about which group you eventually want to be in. Um, and lastly, it helps to make sure you're not a writer because that might mean you will, you might get fired or removed from the group fairly soon if someone catches you writing and just breezing along on other people's uh, achievement. Mm, I'm reading a book right now, uh, Ego is the Enemy, that talks about letting go of your sense of entitlement. Or, well, ego is different than entitlement, but sort of related. And um, I have a great example from uh, someone messaged me on Facebook two days ago and said, oh, you know, uh, thanks to you, I started writing on Quora. I was really inspired. First, my answers were not so good. I was on there for a month or so. And then one of my answers really took off. I got like 2,000 upvotes, lots of success and so on. But then a day later, Quora collapsed the answer. So that means they, they took it away. Um, and then I got really upset and it's a stupid side and I stopped writing and I wrote them an email about uncollapsing it, but they didn't answer and then blah, blah, blah. And then started making excuses. And I was like, that is the most amateur mistake you could possibly make because Quora owes you nothing. You write on their platform. It's their rules. The minute you start writing there, you have to understand that everything is theirs. They can choose whatever they want to do. Second, um... Uh, now you start complaining, right? Like for 36 days, you just wrote and you didn't complain about every answer to Quora that didn't get traction and write an email to Quora saying, hey, what doesn't this get more upvotes, right? But the minute you have a success, you think you earned it and uh, you think you deserved it and you think it's naturally yours, you should get all the credit and it should stay forever, right? Classic beginner's mistake. And then the worst part of all, like stopping to write on the site because like something external happened and took out your funk or took away your one little shiny achievement. And then you say like, oh, this is bullshit. I'm not doing this anymore. That is super, uh, that is a super amateur attitude. I tried to explain it to him. I hope he understood. I hope he'll start writing again because like that's the main point here. Just stop expecting things and continue to do. Um, yeah, and I mean... If you have that, if you have the luxury of having already achieved this uh, this state of zero expectations and literally like expecting absolutely nothing, it's like you tell a person at a company, you need this, can you please do this, X, Y, and Z, and then expect nothing. And at the very basic level, think like, okay, so there, the worst case scenario is I have to do it myself. I have to do it on time, on the last day, something like that. Um, and then everything you get when you have zero expectations is bonus, is like, positive surprise right you'd be surprised and you'd be oh awesome nice i got more than i expected because you expected nothing and that's a very easy way to get what you want and to be happy with what you have because if you expect nothing everything is a bonus and if you pair that with sort of infinite quote-unquote patience where you're like yeah in the long run this will all work out um that's like the ultimate formula to win and i think not just in organizations or schools or businesses but it pretty much in life in general. Um, Ron Clark, cool guy. I remember checking out the website a lot and looking around there. They do great work with schools, um, helping like inner city troubled schools and so on, having your teachers connect and really get the children to move through the system and not completely like fail and drop out and be at a huge disadvantage because of that. So um, an awesome man, worth, worth checking out, learning more about his work. I hope you'll give it a shot and take a look and I will see you on the next summary.